What's up, guys? It's your boy, Ben, here, coming at you guys with another podcast. I got Alex next to me in the car. We're about to go to the Y, but while we're waiting to go to the Y, we're doing a fucking podcast. Welcome back, guys. Did you really have to answer like that? Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's funny. All right. What do we do? <laughs> uh, uh, you want to do like school stories? No, so we're going to talk about music, guys. Oh, bet. JPEG? All right, so have you guys heard of JPEG Mafia? I have. He's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing like a monotone type, like, enthusiastic voice? Because <laughs> it's it. funny. I hate it. <laughs> you think it's fucking hilarious. Is this still going? Oh, cool. Okay, so my phone can turn off while it's... Bet. Okay. <clears throat> How we doing, guys? Uh, Even though no one's going to listen to this shit. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Ben here. (laughs) All right, so what was your your honest opinion on JPEG Mafia's Okay, so it was fucking amazing. I really, really liked it. He did a good job with it. Um, Favorite song? My favorite song off it? Jesus, forgive me. I'm a thought. So far, because it's only been out for a little bit. So, like, I can't really tell yet. This dude next to us, hold on. He's got a pretty neat car. <laughs> yes, the trunk opens by itself. How fucking futuristic is that? Well, no, did you, look at that. His lights go, too. At, but, like, his mirror actually, like, you know, kind of went into play. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, What's up, guys? <laughs> I'm have to say, my favorite song off the entire album mm-hmm. is, uh... Ooh. Either Beta Male Strategies... Sounds uh-huh. a good one. Or what was the other one? Dots Freestyle Remix. That was really good. I think the whole album, it was completely different from Veteran. Like JPEG had a whole style with Veteran, right? It was just like weird noise, mm-hmm. kind of noise hip hop. But this one was more melodic, but still incorporated like noise and random shit. It was yeah. more. I think it was more weird than Veteran was. I don't know. I can't really put it above Veteran because it's been out for 24 hours. So. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Hmm. You know how Tyler was doing like a, uh, an experimental type album, like E4. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It kind of reminds me of that for some reason. Um, especially in the with way, Jesus, forgive me on the thought. In the way that he just uses synths and kind of stuff like that with weird tones and f- like really flat keys and stuff like that, like yeah. really flat notes. Yeah. No, I see that for sure. It was a pretty good album, though. Yeah. Um. That uh, one was a banger, though. Like, that, that was a really good album. And he did pretty good with it. Yeah. I, I don't think I could listen to it like <laughs> I can bump it like I did with Veteran. Because Veteran had, like, 1539 North Calvert, and it had yeah. uh, Baby Thug I'm Tears. Bleeding, Thug Tears. I don't think I could bump any of the songs in it. Like, maybe the uh, JPEG type beat and then the, the freestyle. Yeah. The one where you made a beat out of fucking fire. Yeah. That one was pretty crazy. Um, I mean, I was listening to it all day today, pretty much. Uh-huh. Just because I want to start, like, you, uh, you obviously know Anthony Fantano. Yeah, of course. And how he does, like, the album reviews and ratings. Yeah. I want to do, like, ratings, but, like, not, like, fall like, reviews yet. You know? What do you mean? Like, on your Snapchat story? Yeah, like yeah. No, that'd be cool. You just give the same exact ratings. You know he gave Mirrorland a six? Did he really? Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Sorry, I'm playing with Charles. <laughs> no, he did he, what he said. So I I think I enjoyed Maryland. I think it was a pretty decent album. Yeah. I was a little not disappointed, but I think that Earth Gang could have done better because 
in the first, you know, Lala, Lala, what's it called? Lala Challenge. And then in uh, Top Down and Up. That was like a crazy ass intro to the album. Those three songs are fucking amazing. Yeah. They were really weird. They were different than anything else we've heard from Earth Gang. Yeah. And they they really try to go for a style and it, it fit the theme of uh, Mirrorland, right? The title yeah. of Mirrorland, it fit the title. But then once you got to like Swivel and uh, and uh, 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 what's it called? Avenue. Avenue. Uh-huh. When it starts to, like change. From yeah. There. When when it starts just becoming really slow and it was more melodic and monotone and not as weird and zany as it was in the beginning that's when it like really dipped on me i didn't really like it as much like i still like some songs i like stuck i like tequila tequila was actually really good i I think i think that was the highlight of the second half of the album but those first three tracks if they kept the consistency with that for those first like three or four tracks that would have been a classic album it would have been like CeeLo green outcast and fucking uh I don't even know JPEG Mafia combined. If I could name just a combination of three artists, because how weird they were, right? Yeah. What were your thoughts on it? On Mirrorland? Yes. <clears throat> I mean, you obviously know that I downloaded "Ready to Die" onto my phone because I was really sad. That, that was a single release before Mirrorland. Yeah, it's dude. A hype and, the, up. and the fact that you know they had the release date for Mirrorland on there but don't have it on mirrorland is kind of yeah it was only released as a music music video on youtube yeah it's on soundcloud of course but yeah on spotify oh, or apple music i probably think it could be on potentially hmm. it could potentially be on spillage village because what they did with voodoo uh, as well that is true i don't know if they were released it as i can look right now uh spillage village is what how do you describe spillage village it's uh oh it's like a dreamville but it's not Dreamville at the same time because it's really just like uh, who's on there? JID, Earth Gang. This was before they signed with Dreamville. They signed in Dreamville at the end of 2016, I think, or the beginning of 2017. Yeah. It was after they released uh, Royalty is when they signed with Dreamville. Yeah, yeah. So I I think it was like their idea of a music group collective with a Dreamville cast but without officially being a Dreamville because they had JID, yeah. they had... Black, six lakh. They had coal on an album, on a song. I mean, yeah, kind of like how Beast Coast is, where it's like a, it's like a different Dreamville. It's like a, it's a collective. It's not really a record label. Yeah, it's like uh, members only. Yeah, with yeah. X and Ski and yeah, uh, Bass Antenna. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, music collectives, Odd Future. What do you think oh, of Odd Future? Have you dude. listened to the Cozy Tapes and all that? That's not. Is that Odd Future? Thanks. So. Yeah. No, that's not. That's ASAP Mob. The cozy tapes. The cozy tapes. Yeah. Am I retard? Hold on. Yeah. Cozy, cozy tapes are ASAP Mob albums. Tapes. Look up ASAP Mob. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out if um the cozy tapes. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, what was Odd Future? It's just Odd Future. It's self-titled, wasn't it? Yeah. Odd Future. Yeah. Fuck, why do you say... Oh, because fucking Rocky, Tyler, fucking work together. Yeah. My bad. No, okay, so what do you think about the tapes? They're the cozy collected. tapes? Uh-huh. Not uh, the cozy tapes, the Odd Future. Okay, EDs. yeah. Um, I do like those. It was really a crazy thing. It was kind of weird to me how um, 
you had all these really different styles. So you had Tyler, who was just fucking insane and just edgy. And then uh-huh. there was Earl, who was actually conscious and lyrical. And then you had Frank, who was R&B yeah. and sad, right? And Taco, who's kind of like Tyler, but not as creative with this shit. Mm-hmm. I think that whole collective was just... It worked really well, but I don't think it could have sustained. That's why they broke up. Because their, yeah. their idea of art and their idea of music was just completely different from each other. Yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, you put it like in a in a good way of you know they're they're all different with their styles. Um, did you hear about a uh, whole lot of red potentially dropping last night? Yeah, there was. Happy birthday, uh, Playboy. Yeah, um, he said he was gonna release it t- in two months, about a month ago. It's what's today? It's well, no, he had, he had tw- not, uh, not even a month ago. He had tweeted. What was it? It was something about like new Playboy or new Playboy Cardi album at 12 a.m. and it was like people legitimately. I checked uh, Reddit, Twitter. Yeah, people all were that. furious. Yeah, and they were like, uh, "Imagine waiting uh, till 12 o'clock just to." Uh, That's how it was with Chance. Oh my god, dude, the Chance. Okay, so for not even that great of an album, it was like, a horrible album. So. Uh, I'm the biggest Chance fan. I was the biggest Chance fan in the world. I Rap is one of my favorite projects of all time. Coloring Book is my favorite project of all time. It's kind of not really number one anymore. I've been listening to a different type of music. Mm-hmm. It's kind of changed. So, like, Acid Rap and Coloring Book were fucking amazing. And I love those albums. So, I was waiting three years for The Big Day to come out, right? And then he, he announced the release date. So, I was like, oh, shit. I'm marking this in my calendar or whatever. And so, I uh, the night of release, it was a Thursday night, right? Yeah, so during summer, it was July, like, 26th or something like that. And stayed up till 10 p.m. like you do normally. We live in Colorado, so 12 a.m. Eastern time is 10 p.m. here. So mm-hmm. waited till 10 p.m. It didn't drop. <laughs> Me and Alex here were refreshing Spotify all the time. So we were yeah. like, all right, it might be 11 time because Chance is in love with Chicago. He's from Chicago. He might release it uh, 12 a.m. Chicago time. So that would be 11 for us. Yeah. So 11 came around, refreshed it, fucking nothing. So we were like, all right, maybe it's... California time. He might be in LA or with Kanye or something like that. So we waited till 1 a.m. and that shit didn't drop. So we were like, fuck it, going to bed, whatever. Next morning comes around, it's 8 a.m. I refresh it, nothing. And then he decides to drop it at fucking noon on a Friday, which was yeah. really weird. So like I was it was like mid-morning. I just had my breakfast. I was fucking like lazy as shit. The album dropped. I listened to it 15 minutes after it dropped. And like for the first I would say two tracks. I got a little bit hopeful. Like I heard, I don't even know the track order. Like I heard the first song. I was like, all right, he can maybe build something off of this. I heard hot shower. I thought, I thought like, (laughs) okay, if he takes it this direction, I wouldn't be mad, but this song's kind of shit. And then he, then I heard the rest of the record and the rest of the record. Oh my God. It was horrible. It was just talking about his wife and all the, the music was garbage. He didn't, he barely used gospel influence like I thought he would. It was more just like the safest music you can possibly make. Oh, yeah. So that it appeals to everyone, but it appealed to no one because how fucking generic it was. Yeah. What were your thoughts on it? How do Dude. you like it? So, <clears throat> I remember you calling me about, or no, I think I called you about it. And I was like, oh, dude, big day's out. You're like, dude, I already know. I've already listened to like maybe half the album already. I was like, all right, well, let me know when you're done so that, you know, I can possibly get a 
a um, what's it called an opinion on it before you know I listen to it because I'm not you're a huge Chance fan yeah and I, I've you know I've liked Chance for a while too like he's had some bangers yeah of course but he's got some um, good songs. you were telling me like dude this album's cheeks like it, it I didn't you know it was kind of like yeah I was texting him on Snapchat while I was listening to the yeah. album like the first two songs I was like alright it could be something and then I was just like it's straight cheeks it's horrible it's horrible after it and I didn't even finish the album I haven't listened to the album since then I haven't listened to the full record since then yeah. I listened to it once I'm like fuck it I don't want to listen to this again Anthony Fantano gave it a zero I thought that was funny as hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah I uh, I honestly I only listened to like maybe half of the album and then I was like bro what happened? Like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened because Coloring Book was really like it was a good project. Mm-hmm. No, like I know people hate on it for being gospely and Christian rap, but like the sounds that he was developing that with the gospel and all this crazy ass harmonizing with the gospel choir was mm-hmm. really really interesting and good to to me at least, and a lot of people agree with that. So I thought he was gonna develop his sound as like more of a melodic rapper right because all the singles he was releasing like uh workout 65th and ingleside the man who was everything i thought that's what the album would turn out to be but no it was an album about his wedding yeah so i don't think i think that the reason that it turned out so bad was because he's been involved in a lot of other shit besides hip-hop and music like he has been really uh, trying to involve himself in Chicago politics and Illinois politics. Mm-hmm. He's being a social worker. Yeah. He, he's doing a lot of shit for his community, which good for him, great for him, good for Chicago, whatever. But it's not gonna. It's gonna take time away from his music, and that's understandable. Yeah. But I feel like Chance could have put out a way better project. I really hope it's like a Kid Cudi situation where he released what was it, Man on the Moon two, and then uh, Indic. Eh, what was it called? Indic Cudi, something like yeah. that. Yeah. He released those. Those are okay. Like, Man on the Moon 2 was good. Indicud was okay. Indicud, that's what it was called. It was okay. It was like a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10. And then he released, uh, what's it called? Uh, Speeding Bullet to Heaven, which was shit. It was just like a rock album. It was completely different from what he's made before. Yeah. So, that, I really, and then he comes out with some other project that I can't even name. And then Kids See Ghost with Ye. So, I'm hoping that Chance starts talking to Ye again. And they get collabing a little bit because yeah. he announced uh, last year when all those seven track albums were coming out, like uh, Yay, Kitsy Ghost, yeah. uh, the Nas album, uh, Daytona, that Chance and him were working on a project. So I'm really hoping that they'll come out with a seven track. That'd be sick. You know what I found kind of funny? Like uh, off topic. Yeah. Um, kind of on topic. But Taylor Bennett, you know, Chance's uh, brother, have you seen his album covers? Yeah. They're so. Uh, <clears throat> so I kind of want to say unoriginal, because they look just like Acid Rap and uh, Coloring Book. Yeah, for sure. Like um, <laughs> his uh, Restoration of American Idol, that project. Yeah. That looks like Coloring Book. It's <laughs> yeah. just Coloring Book with a Chicago background. Yep. It's just him, his face with a nice bright background. And then his other one is Acid Rap. It's Acid Rap. But it's colorful, more, <laughs> a little more colorful. That's yeah. It. But yeah, that, that's what I found he kind really, of funny. In, in his first project, I think, I don't know if it was his first project, Restoration of American Idol. This is Chance the Rapper's brother, by the way. He makes music, too. Yeah. Um, 
it was it sounded just like Chance. It was the it was just a Chance album. Chance was featured on it. He had the same exact features as Chance would have. Kyle, Jeremiah, yeah, uh, Super BWE, uh, all these Chicago rappers, which is understandable. He's from Chicago, grew up in the same place as Chance, of course. They're brothers. And it'd be local for yeah. rappers to get together. Mm-hmm. But like he just copied Chance's style, and then this the record I don't even know what it's called. It was shit. But he started developing his own style. It was like it was like Chance with Hot Shower. It was kind of that vibe. Mm-hmm. And that did not sound good. I, I don't know what's going on with those two. But, oh well. Yeah. Gambino is coming out with one more record. No way, is he really? It's the Chance album. Chance and him are working on music. It's supposed to be a record. Oh, last record. dude. What? I don't even know about this. I don't know I'm if that's true. Childish. Yeah, he's the biggest Childish fan. Because yeah. the internet and Awaken My Love. Awaken My Love is so good. It's a good R&B. Yeah. I've been getting into R&B lately. Like, uh... My favorite album this year was Case Study 1 by Daniel oh, Caesar. Oh, dude. Such a good album. Yeah. So, he... Two years ago, in 2017, Daniel Caesar released... Uh, what's it called? Floridine. Yeah, however the fuck you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, Floridine. Uh, that was a really good record. I really liked that record. It was more of a guitar-centric, soft rock album with yeah. R&B elements and Neo Soul infused with it. Yeah. And that was a good record. I thought it was a safe record like it, it appealed to more people he had an actual hit on that it was the best part featuring her yeah dude that was it's a good it's a good song yeah and then case study comes out and it's just he doesn't he didn't have any features did he on case study no he yeah, had yeah, Pharrell, yeah he had uh john mayer he had a bunch of features did he really not in the that's in the second leg of the album though okay. first leg he didn't really have any features yeah but um this album was really good he incorporated a lot of more r&b type uh instruments and shit he he put some 808s in there in the first leg at least the first leg was more like artificial sounds like it's something that you make an fl studio or something where you use uh i don't know what those are called loops triple <clears throat> something oh um it's it's he used a lot of 808s on artificial instruments and the second leg he would use guitar and piano and shit but this, that like mix of those two, it's like two different albums, but it sounds fucking great. It's a really great album. It's like in my album of the year, top five of all time. Yeah. That was definitely one of the uh, runner-ups for album of the year. I'm yeah, still gonna have to say... Ventura. Y- yeah, Ventura was such a good album. I, I, I love Ventura. I think it's a great album, but it's his third best. Igor has my heart, man. <laughs> Igor is good. Yeah. Igor is really fun. It really is, yeah. I Tyler really is showing his growth as a person and as an artist at the same time. You know what I love watching what? on YouTube is his noisy like nuts and bolts episodes, uh-huh. where like he'll uh, he'll design furniture or he'll design a, a goat cart or whatever it is. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's so dope. Like, because you'll see his like creative mind process. Uh, working because he's actually he's not doing it by himself and he's going to visit like all these other people who are uh, professionals in it or you know have knowledge in uh what he's trying to accomplish so like say furniture he went to uh a really expensive furniture store and you know found uh, found a chair for four grand yeah uh-huh. and then he'll work with uh one of his buddies who uh does like architecture type stuff and builds him uh, uh, kind of like a bunk bed, but uh, 
like a little area below where he can just chill and sit, yeah. listen to vinyl, read, do whatever he yeah, wants there. Like that's uh-huh. that's what I find inspiring about him and like and admirable because he's not you know in this alone and he's not trying to uh, isolate himself. Yeah. I know what you mean, like Frank Ocean does. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, you can see Tyler's growth between 2013 and now really incredibly. Like, oh, not man. just in his music, but as a person. Like, yeah. if you watch interviews back in 2013, 2012, when it was Odd Future, and he was releasing Cherry Bomb, I mean, not Cherry Bomb, Wolf and Goblin and uh, yeah. those, those records, um, he was just fucking around. He was just a troll, and that, that was his goal. But then when after, I think it was after Cherry Bomb came out, or no, it was after Flower Boy. Right before Flower Boy, and then from there on out, he just, like, in, in interviews, you would see him just completely more chill and mature, like, as an adult. He wasn't this little yeah. teenager that was just trying to be edgy. He was actually trying to make good music that yeah. came from his heart instead of just from his fucking head where he was just trying to talk shit about everything. And, everything. and not even, like, with uh, making music, like, seeing the interview with Re- uh, Seth Rogen, like, you can definitely tell, like, he's actually, you know, making, uh, like, adult-type conversations. Yeah, instead, instead of, of just fucking. With like, people. oh, dude, did you see, like, that movie about that fucking, like, you know, dicks, dicks, pussy, dicks. Uh-huh. And he's, like, actually, like, you know... Developing uh, a relationship with people instead of... Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's, like, asking Seth Rogen about, like, movies that he did or, uh, what was the... Freaks and Geeks with uh-huh. Seth Rogen? And, like, how, like, kind of off topic, but, like, how uh, Seth Rogen, you know, became a, a director slash producer uh, for film. So, I, I found that pretty dope. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that was cool. Um, that is really cool. I think, I, I think something happened to him between Cherry Bomb and Flower Boy that made him just wake up and be like, I don't need to be edgy to make... Uh, a following to make a following yeah exactly yeah. so once he figured that out he just started making really fucking good music like don't get me wrong i love wolf and i love cherry bomb and i love uh goblin right those are fucking they're they're hilarious records they're good records but once you get into flower boy and igor that's just a n- another level of musicianship entirely because yeah. like when you had wolf i'm gonna go when you have wolf let's wrap it up when you have Wolf and uh, <laughs> when you have Wolf and Goblin, it was just you could tell by the style he was just throwing 808s and these nasty, disgusting bass lines on yeah. tracks. Not nasty, but you know what I mean. Just really raw bass lines. And then as soon as he got to Flower Boy, he started playing his piano and he started making really just mellow, more technical music, and that just made his style just completely change and made him develop as a musician. Yeah, you know. All right, well, that's it. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) So that was uh, the podcast. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Um, If you're even listening. Yeah. uh, We'll uh, try to make this a possible habit because it'd be dope. Um, All right, well, later.